Hey guys, this is Morgan Nicole. If you want to know how to live empowered and chase your potential to live a life that makes a positive impact, then listen to The Qualified with my friend, Ryan Huff. This is The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified with Ryan Huff. What's going on, Qualified family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always. And welcome back to The Qualified where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, I hope you've been having an absolutely incredible start to your week and uh, happy Monday, dude. Let's get into this episode today. This is number 92. Ladies and gentlemen, we are only eight short episodes away until we hit triple digits. I am so dang excited about that and super pumped for the guests that we will have on episode number 100 as well. Y'all, the reason this podcast is called The Qualified, for those that are new to this podcast, I know we have new listeners every week. The reason that we have, the reason this podcast is called The Qualified is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference in the world we live in. However, there is a massive difference between having potential, you know, being qualified to go out and do something and actually going out there and doing it, right? That's why in this show, we'll discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life as well as things of inspiring guests that they've done in theirs that have helped to make a difference, helped to make a change. And ultimately, my hope is that you use something that you get, you know, whether it's this episode or another episode or heck, my podcast or another amazing podcast you listen to. That's the goal with every with everything that I that I hope that you you know read, listen to, whatever. Something that inspires positive change in your life that you take it, you implement it and put it into your life. You know, I heard an amazing quote today. I was listening to Steve Weatherford's podcast. And one of the young guys that he had on his show said, to be the best you, show up consistently. And I just encourage you with that. If you have information around you that has the ability to change your life or something that you've heard that you know convicts you in a way, right? Where you're like, oh, all right, yeah, that's something that I need to do. Use it, man. There's a reason for that. Like we all have purpose on this earth. Dude. If a tree has purpose, if a honeybee has purpose, if a butterfly, <laughs> all these kind of things have purpose, how much more do you have? I mean, you're you're wonderfully and massively made, man, for a greater purpose than just living below your potential. And I just encourage you, you if something sticks out to you today or any other episode of The Qualified you listen to or any other content you listen to, implement it and put it in your life on a consistent basis and allow it to change your life, become the person you are qualified and created to become. Yo, my name is Ryan Huff. I'm your host. Thank you so much for listening. And um, I am so excited for today's episode, y'all. We have the youngest guest that we've had on the qualified to date, Miss Morgan Nicole, uh, Morgan Zipperlin, actually. But um, anyway, she is just an incredible woman overall. I was actually, I just texted her a second ago. I was getting ready to, I was editing this, editing her uh, episode, get, about to get it, about to get it uh, uploaded. And was listening to the content and was this was listening to you know what she was talking about and it was just it was just amazed man because this young woman like i said she's 17 and so the youngest guest that we've had to date and the amount of drive and the amount of like self-awareness and purpose and just like continuing to push herself forward at such a young age is pretty awesome and i'm super inspired by it because i know that <laughs> you know, i'm not i'm not sure how driven and purposeful you were whenever you were 17 um, but i know i certainly wasn't you know i was i was definitely not my focus was on a whole lot of other things and what i'm going to do with my life and where i plan on being and all this kind of jazz and so i just applaud this young woman for the drive that she has the purpose that she has and what she's aiming to accomplish in her life and it's uh it's pretty awesome i know you're going to be inspired as well y'all before we get rolling with her episode i got to remind you this podcast is absolutely free and one of the best ways there's three amazing ways you can support us so 
whenever you get value out of this out of this episode or out of any content that you listen to on the qualified first one is tell someone about it let someone else know that you enjoyed it share it out with a friend uber driver on your facebook on your instagram story however you want to do it just let someone else know at least one person know that you got value out of it second one it's kind of three in one if you will is by subscribing so that way you can be notified of when new episodes become available writing leaving a five-star review especially if something you know an episode stood out to you and you've listened to several episodes let us know man leave a five-star review and if you go a step further leave a written review letting it letting myself but also other people on there as well know exactly what you got out of it like that would be absolutely amazing and the more we get the higher that we rise in the polls the more opportunity we have to make a difference in other people's lives in a positive way you know the last way is by qual is through qualified apparel so qualified apparel is the positive impact brand that i started that feeds families in america by selling apparel y'all we're changing lives giving happiness and making a difference and what's amazing is that for every one item purchased 20 meals are provided for families in America, except right now, because in response to COVID-19 and wanting to do more to help feed more families in America, we've doubled the impact. So now through our difference making campaign, the need just got bigger. Everyone on purchase now provides 40 meals for families in America. We're already over 2,200 meals provided since we launched that. So if you're wanting to support us in another way as well, and you know, create change, create change a little bit further, I encourage you to do that. At least, at least the main thing about sharing it out with a friend, that would be amazing. And um, y'all, let's get into this episode today. Here is my conversation with Miss Morgan Zipperlin. Enjoy. All right, guys, welcome back to The Qualified. Y'all, I am elated for today's guest. I say it every time. Y'all, one thing in particular that I think is going to be really amazing about this, I was just telling um, our guest today, her name is Morgan Zipperlin. That's how you say your last name, right? Yes, that's Perfect. it. Perfect. Is She is the youngest guest that we've had on The Qualified to date. She is at the ripe age of 17, not even ripe, at the green age of 17 years young. And I think it's just going to be amazing as she gets older and looks back on this, even like several years from now, and to see the questions that she answered to and how she responds, how she's viewing life and whatnot. I think it's going to be awesome. But anyways, y'all, we have today, we have an S, she is an esthetician, a business owner, entrepreneur, hunter, and y'all just a light wherever she goes, an amazing personality. And uh, I had the honor privilege of welcoming miss morgan zipperlin to the qualified what's going on girl <laughs> thank you so much i'm super excited to be on and i want to thank you for this opportunity you are a light in the world yourself love seeing the instagram stories <laughs> daily i don't know how you get up that early but i appreciate it i'm excited to be on here absolutely i appreciate that happy to have you it's gonna be a good time so before yeah. we get started um i'm going to open up a little quick word of prayer yes and we'll get going from there father god thank you so much for this amazing day lord i pray that you would bless morgan and i's conversation lord i pray that you would help me ask the right questions and lord i pray that you would give morgan the wisdom to answer the the answer these things that we're talking about lord and share wisdom share her knowledge experience whichever lord to impact people's lives in a positive way and to empower them towards the life they were created to become in your name i pray amen amen all right so i mentioned you know some <laughs> accolades about yourself you know your business owner entrepreneur all this kind of jazz um but why don't you just tell us a little about yourself as far as like you know where you're from um what you're doing right now what you're studying uh what your business is called where the inspiration from from like what's your social security number I'm <laughs> Well, like, well, like the just, last four. Right, yeah. I'm just going to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. So, 
Again, obviously, my name's Morgan. I am from the Keller area, but I grew up in Colleyville. That's where I went to school, so local in the DFW area. Um, I am a dual student, so I am also, um, in addition to being an esthetician in an aesthetic school, I am in college. So I'm doing those two schoolings at once, um, kind of double timing it. And I'm also an entrepreneur, business owner of a cosmetics line. It's called Morgan Nicole Cosmetics. Represent. Yes. Always plug. You can check us out on Instagram and um, online, Morgan Nicole Cosmetics. But yeah, kind of doing a couple things at once and loving every minute of it. That's awesome. So you also graduated <laughs> high school already, is that correct? Yes. And you graduated a year and a half early. Year and a half early and then hopped right into the aesthetic program. That's amazing. So what was the inspiration for wanting to basically hit the ground running and get out of school as quickly as possible? The inspiration really came from just wanting a jump start on life, wanting to accomplish as much as I can. Obviously, life's short and I just want to live, you know, to the to the max and really get done as much as I can in inspiring other people, you know, being a light, inspiring people and showing them really how much, you know, the Lord loves them and what he can really do for them in their life as well through my story. That's amazing. Um, so I definitely want to get into, uh, uh, there's a lot, a lot we're going to cover there, but like, <laughs> I definitely want to get into, um, uh, like the, you know, where the inspiration for your business and stuff came from. But if, you know, if you remember it in the beginning, before we started, I mentioned that she is a hunter as well. And if you, whenever you have the opportunity to look her up, her, uh, Instagram stuff, we'll have that linked in the uh, description as well. So, um, but, but, uh, <laughs> got some crazy stories. Yeah. But she, um, she is, uh, a hunter, like I mentioned, but she's also, I mean, very attractive woman, but you're also, you don't look like a hunter more so whenever, whenever most people think of a hunter and especially when it comes to a female hunter, they might not look at someone who also has a line of cosmetics and an esthetician, yes. all this kind of jazz. So, uh, like where, how did you get into hunting? Where'd that kind of come from? And, uh, like, yeah, just tell us. So about that. I have an older brother and I don't know if he's 29, 30 or 31. I can never remember. But I have an older brother and I, you know, grew up and I saw that my dad and my brother loved hunting, you know, in high school and in his early years of college, I would see, you know, my brother go out for the weekend on a hog hunt or something like that. But, you know, just being competitive and things like that, I would, you know, start sitting in the deer stand with my dad every now and then. But, when I really became a teenager, I would say preteen 12 and turning 13 is when I actually fell in love with it. We had an incredible opportunity to be members um, at this wonderful reserve. We went every weekend and it really just started when I became a teenager and making memories with my dad and my family, you know, from pheasant hunting, quail hunting, hog hunting, um, white-tailed deer. I kind of hopped into a little bit of exotics. Definitely on my list is a kudu deer. That's one of my dream animals. Kudu, but okay. Kudu. It's a fun word. They're these beautiful, majestic uh, deer, and their horns are long, and they're twist up. They're, they're awesome. Oh, they're beautiful. Where are they at? You can find them, honestly, a little bit uh, everywhere. There's some in Texas, for oh, sure. Okay. Uh-huh. 
where I had that Asiatic water buffalo, they had one there. Well, tell us about that story. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that before we started talking and that was... <laughs> so one year my dad and I went to Dallas and there was some sort of hunting expo. I can't remember the name of it, but you know, we're walking around to all these booths and you have these reserves in these hunting lodges presenting themselves saying, Hey, you know, this is what we have to offer you. Come check us out. Yada, yada. So we come across this one and it has all these exotic animals. And so, you know, I've stayed with kind of like, you know, the generic and basic, you know, white-tailed deer and things like that but there was this Asiatic water buffalo on there huge you know cool thing and they're saying hey we have one left on our property it's eating all the food it's you know going crazy and so you know we need to take care of that and I'm like gave my dad you know the kind of look like (laughs) you better put my name down right now and so next thing I knew it a couple months later we head out to Mingus, Texas with my family. Where is um, Mingus? I've never heard of that before. West Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we stayed at this awesome place called Greystone Castle, and we did uh, European hunt and things like that, but the day came for the Asiatic water buffalo. This thing is huge. Never like, seen anything. Like how big are we talking? Like thousands and thousands of pounds. Like how tall do you think? Oh, I don't know. I'm not good at <laughs> eyeballing that. I don't even know how tall I am. Um, <laughs> talking 12 feet, you know. No, a little bit shorter than that. But, um, it's a big animal, wow. You know, put a couple shots through it. I have a lung shot and things like that. This thing is, it needs some power to take it down. And I'm sure. Anyways, there was this little dip in the, I don't know, dip in the little area we, we, where we were. And so we had drove the cart or the buggy or whatever, Polaris, through this ditch and it startled the other uh, buffaloes that were trying to protect it. Mm-hmm. And we had an Asiatic water buffalo charge us. And so you look around and there's maybe one or two little trees that are the size of twigs. Like there is no way, you know, there's nowhere to go. You're just running. You couldn't drive away when you're Polaris? No, because we were out of the Polaris at oh, that point. Someone well. else had uh, startled them with it. So I take a couple steps back and, you know, my dad is like, Morgan, run. And I pick up my gun off of um, our little sticks there and I pick it up and I take maybe two or three steps and I stop. Obviously, you know, that was not good. And so the car ride home, thankfully, I was fine afterwards. But the car ride home, it was like, Morgan, you should have kept running. It could have been really bad. But yeah, that was fun. So it charged you and just stopped? It charged you, ended up stopping. But of course, my dad was still running. (laughs) I took Every man for himself. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely like that. But that was a fun trip for sure. That's amazing. And I guess y'all eat that as well after you kill it as well every time, right? So yes, generally we do. But specifically with the water buffalo, we actually gave it to some uh, people in need in the local area. So once I you know, had harvested that, they um, took it to the shop and then they ended up giving it to uh, families in need. That's amazing. And so your dad was telling me about that a little bit ago, um, whenever we were chatting before we started recording that a lot of the hunting y'all do, y'all give it away, which is amazing. Well, (laughs) there's only so much we can fit in the freezer between my dad and I. (laughs) Um, Suze, my mom, you know, she'll cook a little bit of it, but you know, it's definitely different. It's not for everyone, but, um, I've never had venison before any kind of like wild no, game it's like good. that. Deer jerky and everything. I love it. Oh, really? 
so from, you know, me to my dad, my dad is, you know, going all over moose, uh, elk, things like that, mule deer. Um, so there's a lot, you know, meat coming in. So yeah, we end up um, giving it to families in need and it definitely helps them a lot. And it's a blessing to us to be able to help other people and fill some stomachs up. That's amazing. Yeah. Making an impact. That's awesome. Yes, we love it. So one of the things that I thought was cool <laughs> that you had mentioned before um, when we were chatting beforehand uh, for recording, uh, you had talked about um, whenever you were around 16 or so-ish, uh, so relatively recently, you, mm-hmm. you were talked about potentially going into the hunting world, but decided not to uh, because there were some other things that you're pursuing. Just, you know, we wouldn't mind re- yeah. elaborating on that again. So um, I left high school my freshman year and started homeschooling. And that was the decision that you made yourself to do. Yes, that was for sure. And it was a huge blessing for my parents to really allow me to do whatever I want. They have a lot of trust in me and that's a huge blessing as, you know, a child that, you know, your parents are going to really trust you and hear and listen to you. So that was great. I made that decision myself my freshman year to leave, but Quick question. I just thought of whenever you did that, was anyone, did anyone ever ridicule you or put you down for like leaving high school? Because like, oh, as Ryan, a 15, you don't even know as a 15 year yes. old girl. I mean, I'm sure you had your, you have a, you know, your likable person, you have a great personality. I'm sure that you had several people that were like, Hey, Morgan's here. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then, Oh, Hey, Morgan's quitting school. And like, like, yeah. did you have, were you, oh, were yeah. you put down for sure. that or that, what? That's definitely part of my testimony. And I'll, get into more of that later on but oh yeah there was definitely a lot of of hate and you know especially when I started MNC I'll refer to it as MNC but Morgan Nicole Cosmetics oh yeah there was definitely you know people definitely not believing in me but were very vocal about it Mm. whether that was to my face kind of backhandedly or you know whispering to other people and talking bad about or just some random things, but yeah, definitely there was not, not everyone was on board with it. And honestly, I really didn't care that, you know, that they weren't on board. It's not their life. It's mine. But that is why I'm so big on confidence. We'll get into that a little bit later on, but I'm so big in confidence because you ultimately have to do what's right for you and what's best for you and what, you know, you need to do in order to achieve your dreams. But Heading back to the hunting opportunity, a couple years before I was telling Ryan that I think it was probably sixth or seventh grade that I had the opportunity to um, be sponsored by some big hunting organizations and potentially do some magazine shoots and TV shows, but, um, you know, rep their clothing while I did all these hunting extravaganzas. But I was so young. (laughs) I like that word. Um, I was I was too young. It wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And so obviously that's why we didn't didn't end up doing that. So, um, yeah, we kind of put that on hold. You know, I had the opportunity. Hey, it's either let's start homeschooling and let's hit the ground running with the hunting stuff or no, let's stay in school. Maybe it's not the right time. And it, it wasn't the right time for sure. So I continued going on with school for a couple more years and did sports and things like that. Selling him, you know, student council and just heavily involved with the school. You love track apparently, right? <laughs> Hate a track. 
<laughs> but um, oh, yeah, I just had a lot of fun with that. And then I continue to keep hunting as a hobby mm-hmm. and some pretty exciting things, but I have some more opportunities for the hunting stuff that is coming up that will definitely be business related. Um, some magazine shoots and some other fun things, Good for but you. yeah, some upcoming stuff. That's excellent. So when did, um, so when did you have the, um, the desire to start your own business then? Cause you know, you put the whole hunting thing on hold, you mm-hmm. dropped out of school to pursue other things, but like, when did, when did the inspiration be like, all right. You, you mentioned me before, which I thought was a really cool insight to have at such a young age that, you know, Hey, time is now I want to start making memories. I want to start basically building a legacy. You didn't word it that way, but building For a sure. legacy and like doing something that's making my life significant, you know, like when did that realization come and why did you started, why did you decide to transition into like creating your own business and such? So the realization was definitely building up and ever since I was little both my family or my family both my parents are entrepreneurs so I was very fond of the idea of being an entrepreneur and kind of making it on your own and things like that but I think the realization and really the light bulb when it happened was when I was 16 and I left school because it was like okay I'm, I feel like I'm ready for this. I feel like I'm old enough, like I can do this. It was definitely a revelation from the Lord of like, this is your time. This is your time to do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. So um, it was very young at 16 and I'm so grateful for that because like I said, I want a jump start on life as much as possible. That way I can live a full life of memories and things like that. So Interesting. So. Yeah. Why did, why cosmetics then? So I love makeup in seventh grade. My signature look was a uh, purple lipstick and purple eyeshadow. <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. A lot <laughs> Same, of people remember actually. that one. It was, it was crazy, but <laughs> I, I just love it. And one thing that really sticks out to me for cosmetics is it is something that you put on, but you wash off. And it's something that you can have fun with during the day and express yourself and things like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, you need to wash it off. If not, you're coming and seeing me for a facial. But you're washing it off and you're having to look at yourself in the mirror and you need to have confidence. It's it's what everyone in the world needs because if you don't and you don't believe in yourself, the world can really sway you in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. And so it's something to have fun with, but it's also a ro- a reminder to people it's like hey let's make sure you know you believe in yourself but I love it it doesn't define you but it's something that anyone can enjoy and I've definitely made my line and I'm going to continue to make my line um, have something for everyone and you know whether you're the girl that doesn't wear a lot of makeup or never does okay here's a clear gloss for you or you know here's a lip scrub or lip balm or things like that for the girl that wears makeup every day, okay, here's a babe lip gloss, here's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then I have some, you know, newer things in the works for my glamorous girls who are going hard at it every day, you know, freelancing and things like that. Um, And then with becoming an esthetician, this is definitely going to be a new thing under my belt that I can help everyone. You know, if you talk to me two or three years ago, Um, obviously I had the dream of making this makeup line, but I knew how to put the makeup on the face, but I didn't really know how the face worked. 
that's what I'm doing now. Mm. I'm educating myself. I'm learning. I'm putting in the time um, with aesthetic school to really know how the skin works, how the body functions and things like that. That way I can really better myself for the clients. That's awesome. You're yeah. making more about, you're adding more value to yourself so you can give more to your people. That's for amazing. Sure. So, uh, so that you, you mentioned before that the, um, or maybe mentioned here, maybe off the recording, but, um, the, a lot of the inspiration that for this came because your parents were involved in the makeup industry as well, which led you into this and which is awesome. But one of the things that is, is interesting, you talk a lot, you've already talked several times about confidence. Where did that get instilled in you and what, why is that it's so important to you? So going back to when you asked me, you know, what did people think about you leaving school and things like that? There was definitely um, a lot of hate. And so I had to have the kind of talk with myself is like, listen, not everyone's going to like you. They're not going to like what you're doing. Like, okay, Morgan, this is something you need to, come to realize right now and since not everyone's gonna like you you're gonna have to have confidence wherever you go I feel like confidence is key because really what it's saying is hey I know who I am I know what I stand for my beliefs my goals and my dreams and I'm not gonna let anyone get in the way of it and um, I mean confidence to me you need to take it everywhere it honestly makes any situation a lot easier you know, you walk into an event or party or dinner with, you know, people you've never met before and they're wanting to hear about, you know, you and things like that. If you walk in there with confidence, you can accomplish anything. You know, the Lord um, definitely instills it in, you know, with anyone who is struggling to find who they are or to find their confidence, they need to go straight to the Lord because he's the only one that's going to provide them with any of that. And at the end of the day, if anything, you can't figure out what to have confidence in yourself, you're a child of God, you know, the king of all kings, that itself is enough to walk out the door and feel like you can accomplish anything. Amen to that, sister. Come on now. Listen, I love me some confidence. <laughs> For anyone, it's so, so important. How do you I build confidence in yourself that someone that someone that might not have confidence, how would how, what advice would you give to someone to start building that in them? self-love do the things that you want to do whether that's working out whether that's hunting fishing you know spending time with family do the things that you love and really just start from there right figuring out you need to first figure out your passions and your dreams and things like that and from there you need to tell yourself listen okay i have my goal in mind i have it written down on a tablet and i'm going to push through um, and the Lord's going to help me and things like that. And I'm just going to push through till I get towards that dream. And I'm not going to let anyone stop me right. or try to tear me down along the way. You ever get discouraged? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that you definitely have to every now and then have a check back in with yourself. You know, what do you mean? You need to stop every now and then and say, Hey, how am I doing? You know, we need to make sure that everything's going right. And obviously I get discouraged um, from myself, from other people, from, a, you know, comparison is a other thing. But yeah, definitely. And when I'm feeling discouraged or down or kind of like, a, I don't know what's going on, you know, I need to kind of calm myself down. I have to get in the word. Mm. I got to calm my mind. I have to 
you know, have fresh wisdom poured into me. I need to hear the truth. And, you know, when I do get discouraged, it's kind of like, why? The big thing, why are you getting discouraged? You know what I mean? The big thing in life is to follow the Lord. And at the end of the day, none of this matters. So when it comes down to it in the tough times and in, even in the great times, you have to have faith in the Lord. Mm. Definitely when I was leaving school, there was, I was in a, you know, really dark place because I was discouraged by a lot of things going on. And throughout that, I had faith. You know what? The Lord's going to pull me out of it. He's going to work all things for the good. And, you know, you just kind of keep going from there. Hmm. That's powerful. Yeah, that's, it's really good. What, um, so, geez, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, <laughs> what, so where did that kind of like confidence in your faith come from? Like, I mean, was that something that you've always had? Was that always something that's instilled in you? Like, where did that become like so important for you? Because I agree. Cause like, uh, for example, um, like recently in my life, like I've really made that a priority to like get in the word every day, get in prayer. And I've really realized that the more that I've been pursuing God, the more that my quality of life has been increasing. Like, uh, my goodness. I mean, there's been so many areas, like my business is going better. Like my confidence in myself is going better and like just trusting in God for the pro for that. So like, I know Very my true. story, but like, how did that happen for you? Like, where was the catalyst for that change? Where did you start like leaning in on God versus mm -hmm. like, you know, leaning in on yourself? So growing up, you know, raised in a Christian household, I was taught all these things, but honestly, I didn't have to use them until later on in life. Um, you know, my mom is a two-time breast cancer survivor. Represent. Yes. Go, Miss Susan. I know. I'm believing that for your mom as well. Her cancer uh, markers are at five. At the time of this, they're at like 5.4. So she's almost a zero. She's gaining weight awesome. every day. So that's she's awesome. Better. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but my mom's a two-time breast cancer survivor. I had one of my grandmothers has passed away when I was younger. And I was very, very close to her. And that oh. was definitely a heartbreaking moment you know when she's like your best friend and she's coming over every Friday cooking for you and all those things um that was definitely a big struggle that I had uh one of my grandfathers had a stroke a couple summers ago and that was very hard on me for my family he passed away um last year but I really had to start using my faith it, you know, I've gone through a couple different things and family is huge to me. And so I really started to lean on the Lord and it was all faith based. I mean, there's plenty of times in those situations in a couple hospital rooms where I'm like, I have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm going to have faith in you. And I think that, you know, my parents laid that foundation in me to you always have to have faith, Morgan, no matter what is going on. And I'm so grateful that they, you know, instilled that into me because thankfully, you know, the second or third thought when my grandfather had a stroke was like, you have to have faith. Don't know what is going to happen, but Lord, I'm trusting you that you're going to get me through it. And he definitely has for sure through all aspects of life. Hmm. What's been <clears throat> one of the greatest, what, the greatest things that helped, that's helped you grow your faith the most? Surrounding yourself with believers, 
surrounding yourself with friends and your family who want the best for you, who believe in you, who share the same beliefs and goals. Obviously, my parents aren't huge in that for me, but um, I have a couple friends that, you know, kind of accountability partners, and we can just be real with each other and inspire each other. And I think that a really cool thing is, is with one of my friends, it's kind of been, you know, evident that if I'm going through something, she has a perfect advice for me because she's been through it, right? But Mm -hmm. then later on in life, something's happening to her. She doesn't, you know, have any any experience with it, but I do. So it, the Lord works friendships and, you know, mentors and things like that as the perfect people to help along the way and to honestly live life with. Right. So So. what, what, what did, like, how important then is, I mean, cause obviously you had that time when you left high school and such and started pursuing, you know, living your life and doing things that you want to do to create, create everything that you want where like where did you end up finding the friends that were encouraging you how did you end up finding that peer group of people whether they're immediate friends maybe the people you look up to or whatever have you how did you go about finding your your that basically the foundational people to help you know boost you up and lift you up yeah so honestly when I left I'd been there for forever but I only took friends with me that were going to encourage me inspire me and believe in me and Once I left school, I really had to start all over with friends. And I, a lot of my friends I found in church, church groups for sure. And what's funny enough is I have neighbors that I hang out with all the time that, you know, we were friends growing up and then went to middle school and high school and just got busy. But I rekindled those friendships. And, you know, church is a great way to meet people, family, friends. Um, But the key to friendship is really... You know, I, it's, I'm very black and white, right? You know, I don't want people who are going to drag me down anything like that. So I have honestly cut out all of the negativity in my life and, oh yeah, it, it was for the best. I cut it all off and had to start all over, but now I don't have, you know, uh, 200 friends. I have 10 friends. They're all my best friends. I trust them. I have, you know, poured into the friendships and they have poured into them as well. And they're healthy. You know, it's so important to have a handful or, you know, six or eight friends that, you know, you can truly rely on. And right. you know that behind closed doors that they actually want the best for you. Right. You know, they're not gossiping about you or doing things like that. Right. They're praying for you. They are, you know, they're there for you. Was that was it Proverbs twenty seven seventeen as iron sharpens iron so a friend sharpens the countenance of a friend just yeah. like that. Uh, it's funny that you made that made that insight. Um, I, I'm not sure if I told you this before, but like one of my stories is the reason why I'm here today is because I started. I actually made that decision myself as well. There were some people that I used to hang out with when I was probably around your age as well. Oh no, gosh, I was uh, probably several. Years, actually, no, I was several years older. Um, but I, uh, like they were like making me feel like inadequate for like several things as well. Mm-hmm. And just like, I was, I was, meanwhile, I was hanging around a guy who's now my best friend and mentor and really the man who's responsible for all the stuff that I've learned today. And I was learning all this stuff, changing the way I'm thinking and realizing that the way my life is growing the way I'm wanting to like pursue certain things and like the man I wanted to become 
is perpendicular to the people that I'm hanging out with. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about being mean. It's not about being, you know, like cool them. It's just about like, okay, my life is important. My dreams are important and I can I can't afford to hang out with these kind of people anymore. So you got to like make those decisions I sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, you got to because you, you, it's not worth like, you know, having your buddy from high school you're hanging out with or the girl from college you're hanging out with. You, granted, you might have some good memories with them. You might have some good times, but it's like the same effect. How is this relationship helping me grow forward? Not saying that every relationship you needs that, that you have needs to be one like, all right, bro, how are we going to conquer the world today? You know, no, it doesn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But you need to make sure that majority of the people you're hanging around with are, like you said, are encouraging you, are building you up, and that you're pouring into them, and that you're ultimately moving your lives forward. You know, and yeah, that things together. are growing. Yeah, exactly. You got to be moving, got to be progressing. Because if you're not, you're regressing. You know, and you got you got to think about okay, what what's the kind of life that I want to build? How am I going to build this? Am I, am, is it, is it possible to do it with this person in my life? If not, it's worth looking back and lo- it's worth, it's worth uh, looking at and be like, okay, maybe some changes need to be made. Yeah. You know? you know, you appreciate the memories, you cherish them, you hold them in your heart, but you know, if it's not working, it's not working and you're not going to stay in a friendship or anything like that, that, you know, they're not launching you for it and you're not launching them for it. And, you know, it is a courtesy for you. And it's also a courtesy for them, even if they don't realize it. But at the end of the day, you got to keep pushing forward um, to fulfill your purpose. And it doesn't matter what those other people think, because clearly, you know, they have other things and you have other things too. But right. you got to keep pushing and doing what the Lord wants for you and making your dreams come true. Right. Did you ever find yourself like holding any like unforgiveness towards anybody from your past? It was definitely a time of hurt and kind of disbelief of like, you know, all the memories and things like that. And then now being at a place of like no friendship at all. Um, You know, from being so hurt, I've been out of forgiveness. I found forgiveness in obviously the thought of the Lord forgives us. And oh my goodness, how many times do I know that I screw up every single day? Preach. Every Same. single day. <laughs> Same. And the fact that the Lord is going to forgive me for that, that is incredible. But I really found forgiveness for them of knowing, you know what? We're the same. Hmm. We're both children of God. We both mess up. I mess up. You mess up. And you know what? I would hope you would have forgiveness for me. And I have forgiveness of you. Um, we're human. And so at the end of the day, you, you have to put the hurt and, you know, those feelings aside and honestly let them go. And, you know, you have to forgive. You have to. Got to move on. And is it hard? Yes. But is it what the Lord calls us to? Yes. Right. And, you know, besides that, it, it makes you feel better. It does, you know, cut, don't have any tension, don't have any strife, just move on with it, you know, settle it, talk it out, whatever needs to happen, but you, you keep pushing, you know, that way they can live life to the fullest and so can you. Amen. Uh, there was a, what was it? 
I was there was a book I was reading. Well, two things at first. Number one, uh, this one book I, I think it was called "How to Stop the Pain." It was by Dr. James B. Richards, and one thing he mentioned was he said, you know, forgiveness. We look at forgiveness as like an act of kindness towards the other person, right? When in reality, it's more of an act of kindness towards, towards ourself, you. right? Because the more that you hold on, number two, basically the second point is like the more you hold on to unforgiveness that person might have already moved on with their life, right? Mm -hmm. And more often than not, you're basically holding a grudge towards them. Like, well, you don't know what they did to me and everything. Granted, yeah, right. But it's like every moment that you waste holding on to that grudge, holding on to that unforgiveness, you're not actually advancing your life because you're allowing that person to be your jailer. You're allowing that person to not be, to hold the, to have power over you and, and have tear control you up. Of you. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> there's a, there's a, I'm not sure if you listened to this episode of the qualified before, but there's a, a young lady. I reference this every single time, um, but she, her name is Elizabeth Frazier. She was uh, 20 years in sex trafficking. Mm. Um, and to make it worse, uh, she was so she started in sex trafficking from as early as she can remember from the age of four and to make it worse her parents were the ones that were pimping her out as well and she didn't realize until she was uh, close to college age that she that this is not like everyone's normal <laughs> like she didn't realize oh everyone else doesn't go out and you know have sex with people random people and come back and give their parents payment for it Mm-hmm. Um, but we talk about on that, on that episode, how she was able to forgive her parents as well. And she actually ended up confronting them. Um, and it was unfortunate because like whenever she did, her parents were actually really cold towards her, which ultimately made it easier for her to move on. Um, but like if someone like her can forgive, it's like, what excuse do we have? You know I mean? Like, no well, you, you don't understand my situation's worse. It doesn't matter. It's no. like, it doesn't matter. Like we're all, I mean, we're, whether you're a Christian or not, we, it, like forgiveness is such a blessing for yourself. It truly is. You've got to move on. I mean, there's a friend of mine I can think of top of my head. I love this woman. I want the best for her. I just keep pouring into her because like I see her potential. And but, like, she talks about how she hates certain people and like, I can't, I can't forgive them. I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> for me, I'm just saying, I'm like, Bro, I said, number one, every time there's from that same book, How to Stop the Pain, it's like you can't, you can't ever, don't, no, don't ever try to fix people, number one, because every time you try to fix someone, you're basically taking the power away from them and saying, hey, you're too stupid to fix yourself. <laughs> Only I can fix you. So let me focus on the problem. You, Which every is time not you, our place. Exactly. At all. Yeah. Exactly. Every time, because every time you do that, you're actually making the person feel inferior, but you're more importantly, you're not actually going to, you're not actually going to help. You're going to make it worse. And the best way for you to help someone else is to work on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, to give in yourself. Obviously, you, you're there for them. You support them. You encourage them. But in the same effect, you, if you're if you're leading from a place of judgment, you're not going to change anyone. No, nope. you know, if you're you, not it, getting anywhere or exactly. accomplishing anything, you, you're you're going to be beating up again. You're going to be beating a dead horse. There's no reason for it, you know. So you get you can't do it. Um, but I'm grateful that you're able to forgive. That's I, I was curious about that. I was like, wonder, I wonder about that. So this is a random <laughs> yes. question. Wonder thought it wasn't in my notes, but I was just like, I wonder. I um, have. That's good. I have for sure. So, I'm telling you. I mean, I've. I don't, I'm not sure if I've already said this before, but for the sake of I haven't. Your mindset and the way you're thinking and your priorities and your focus and everything. I mean, it's pretty astounding. I mean, I hope Thank you realize you. that and hope you're. You're welcome. I hope you're encouraged by that and the fact Thank that you. you're 17. That means a lot. You're welcome. And you're 17. Like I look back, dude, I look 28 now. I turned literally 29, um, next Thursday, March 5th. And I'm just thinking about, it. I'm like, geez, dude. Like, I mean, I, I look, I'm, I'm elated for the direction my life is going. Like qualified families going, we're feeding families in America. Oh, yeah. We're doing awesome things. And I, I love the direction of my life. 
Um, but I'd slick back. I'd, I'm just like, man, if I could have the wisdom that I have now, the life experience that I have now and go back to your age, I'm like, bro, world dominance. Let's go. You know? And so yes. anyways, I just think that's awesome. It. You know, we, we haven't got to the point of like acknowledging you at the end, but I, I just think that's amazing. Thank um, you. You're welcome. So kind of transitioning a little bit, kind of getting back to more of like an entrepreneurial side, what advice would you give to someone who's starting their own company? Cause like, you know, you had the inspiration for that, but like, how did you like know which, uh, like suppliers to go to? How did you know, like how to start, start certain things? How did you start your LLC? Where like all this kind of jazz, like what, like what were the logistics part of that? Like how, where did you know? I mean, your parents are very, you know, entrepreneurial, so maybe that helped as well, but like where, where did sure. you start? So, Definitely starting out, I recommend, you know, having a mentor and doing your research. Obviously, my parents are, you know, very business oriented and they're incredible. They know it. And so, yeah, they're (laughs) awesome. And so um, really for supplying and all those little details, you got to do your research and figure out, hey, what kind of message am I trying to promote? What kind of, you know, impact do I want to make? And, you know, figure out your goals and your goals for your brand. And then that's kind of where you start from there is like, okay, so now let me go do my research and figure out what I can do to make that, you know, make that happen. Um, you know, my dad, my mom, they helped me a lot with kind of figuring out the the business side of things and things like that. But if I could give any advice to an entrepreneur or, you know, young business owner is figure out what kind of impact you want to make. Do your research, stay true to yourself and keep pushing. Have faith in the Lord and um, really just keep believing in yourself. Keep pushing it forward. And, you know, the goal for Morgan Nicole Cosmetics is to inspire other people, show them, you know, their worth and, you know, tell them you have confidence in the Lord, you know, smile, you're, you're beautiful, you're loved inside and out, you know, not only because I'm pouring love and all this stuff into the product, into every, you know, step along the way, but this is what the Lord's bringing for you every day. You know, if you turn to him, he's there for you. So with the business side of it, you know, research and figure out, you know, how you can best help your clientele. Cool. How did, how did you go, like for someone that might not have, or more so, how did you go about finding a mentor? Well, I just walked downstairs <laughs> say, hey, dad. Um, well, for someone, okay, yeah, so, yeah. so for someone who doesn't have a mentor, how would you, what would you suggest? Um, how would you say someone that doesn't have one to find one? besides walking downstairs hey dad i got this business idea yeah um you know going to different businesses and going to different events and things like that and meeting new people and really first growing a friendship Hmm. and a relationship first um first step is going to be praying that the lord brings you one and until you figure it out like you find that you found one create that friendship and you know figure out what they believe in and things like that. And that way y'all can grow together and they can, you know, that their advice is coming for, from a place of, you know, goodness and things like that. And I think really aligning y'all's beliefs is going to help a ton for sure. Right. 
One thing as well, um, just to piggyback on what you said as well, you said, you know, hope the Lord brings you one as well, but make sure you're constantly pursuing it as well. Make oh, sure yeah. you're constantly putting yourself out there um, because, I mean, you can have faith all day. But if you're not putting in the work, got to put in the work. Nothing's you know? coming. I mean, got, yes. I love that. Uh, there's, a, I'm sure you probably heard this before. It says, um, what is it? It was like an example of like, you know, believing God, but then like not taking the action ourselves. Like mm-hmm. there was this uh, story of this hurricane that was coming through this area. And, um, this, this guy was like, all right, you know, he's not going to leave. He's like, Hey, God will save me. So, you know, the police come knocking on his door. Like, Hey, you got to get out of here. And he's like, Hey, no, no, no. God's going to save me. So, you know, the water, you know, hurricane comes in, the water level starts to rise. So he's, uh, he got, he gets out of his house and he's standing on his car and, um, you know, the, you know, lifeguards come around and, Hey, you know, you got to get out of here, man. God, you know, he's like, no, 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 God's going to save me. So eventually the water keeps rising mm-hmm. and he get, has to get up on top of his house. Oh, and, no. um, you know, the, these helicopters come by. And they go, hey, man, you know, here's a, here's a ladder. Get out of here. And I go, no, no, no. God's going to save me. Well, eventually he dies. Right? Of course. Drowns. <laughs> and um, he gets to heaven. He's like, God, what what the heck, man? What happened? He's like, and God's like, I sent you a police officer. Mm-hmm. I sent you a lifeguard. I sent you a helicopter. It's like basically there's all these resources that we have at our, at our disposal. He but gives it's like you all we, those tools. We have to take the action. We have that beauty of free will. Right. And so if we don't take the action, you can you can you know, you can have all the greatest ideas you want. But in the same effect, there's principles in place that said, hey, you got to work. You got to yep. put in the time. You got to put in the research. You got you to gotta try and fail. I'm sure everything that you did wasn't oh, always yeah. a, a super success. Like, no, what, I've what, wanted to pull my hair out <laughs> plenty of times. What, what are some of the biggest like uh, failures that you've had so far as an entrepreneur? I think there's been times, you know, I this is my company. So I'm running the creative side and I'm running the business side of it. So I... I made this because I wanted to do it on my own and be proud of myself. But, you know, the times where I'm trying to balance the creative and the business side stress me out to no end. And so, you know, some of the struggles I have is like, you know, I need to calm myself down every now and then. I need to slow down. And, um, yeah, some of the struggles is, you know, trying not to to jump the gun on a few things but still being proactive and things like that right good so what's um where do you where, like where do you see like the company going going forward like what's your goal with the company i mean you mentioned like you want to inspire the people and you mentioned confidence and whatnot but like what are like where do you see yourself going with the company like you know several years from now or whatever so several years from now i'm hoping to have about everything that you would need in your normal makeup routine. So right now I've started with the focal points of the face. When you look at someone, you know, you're looking at the eyes, lips and brows and, you know, their cheekbones and things like that. So I've started with the basics, um, lip glosses, lip liner, lip stains, highlighters for the skin, things like that. So there's a uh, lot of stuff that goes into makeup, isn't there? Oh yes. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so I've started with the things that you can incorporate into your teen, but ultimately and down the road, I want all of my products to be your routine, right? So I'm hoping for brow pencils and foundation and things like that. Um, right now we're online and then Uh, about to be sold in a couple different um, stores and salons and suites. But overall, you know, as far as the Lord wants to take it, I want to do. So um, obviously, you know, reach every state I can and even out of the state. Currently, I think I have 
maybe eight different states that you know I have customers in. So I mean that's awesome. I love Good it. For you. I got hunters in Utah and people in New Jersey and things like that. So there you that, go. that's fun. I love it. So you know, long term goal is to provide the best that I can hmm. and help as many people. That's so awesome. Some what new a, products coming for sure. No, that's incredible. So do you sell it to, I guess you take orders and then you ship them out of your house right now. Is mm-hmm. that right? So that's where it is right now. Good for you. And um, I'm excited to see where the next step is. You know, whether that's next week, whether that's two months, four months, whatever it is, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to expand. Do I look forward to like seeing commercials about it? Like Morgan <laughs> Nicole Cosmetics. Once Hunter, now doing both. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have a video of like in a deer stand like putting on some yeah stuff, whatever daily makeup routine out of a deer stand right there, what was that question i was about to ask there was um like <laughs> it was, i was business related what was it Dagnabbit. um it'll have to come back to me maybe it will maybe it won't what what are some people you look to for inspiration so obviously i have your parents to give you advice and you know mentors and such but like what are some people maybe it's you know other other women other men whoever it is like where do you go for inspiration so i obviously often look at people who are in this industry so um i'm kind of dabbling in a little bit of everything whether that's skincare fashion things like that um you know skincare i'm looking at eminence which is an awesome company that is all organic and things like that um I look to all, you know, their founders, but with makeup, I'm looking for the people who have started from the bottom, right? And now are now crawling. Yeah. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Hey. And they're, <laughs> you know, they're climbing. And so YouTubers. Um, who, are can, some, who are some ones that you follow? Candy Johnson is an awesome one. Um, Nikki Tutorials, I... Jeez, I was watching her since I was little, and now she's a superstar. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's different YouTubers, and, you know, Danny Austin's an awesome one. Some bloggers are definitely my favorite because they're down to earth. Danny Austin, Courtney Shields, um, they're down to earth people who are going to keep it real. And that's what I love. That's what I'm about. So, the mentors and the people that I look up to who are out there, um, Robert Morris, Jimmy Evans. I love Jimmy Evans, uh, one of our pastors at go. Gateway. Cut and dry, black and white. I love it. And so I'm looking to those kind of people because those specifics I named, they keep it real. I love that. heard that. What's been one of the, uh, like what, what's an accomplishment in your life that you're most proud of today? I think staying true to myself hmm. and you know, believing in myself because I mean, the world, it can, it can sway you back and forth. And I'm proud to say that I've been Morgan Nicole, you know, since day one. And even through those tough times, I've kept going. I've been me, unapologetically me. And I'm proud of that. That's awesome. And I hope that everyone else in the world can do that too. It's actually one of the designs that I recently made for Qualified Apparel. It says, be unapologetically you. I'll be buying so, that tonight. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, what, what, so what's another, um, there was, what was that question I wanted to ask? Maybe maybe this is one of them, but I'm not really sure. I want to get to that question next. So let's just say 
your business takes off. You know, you keep working it. Business goes great. You keep doing the things you're doing. Are, do you have a YouTube channel as well? I do. Good. So trying to grow that. Good. Grow so that like too. you're growing this, you're making an impact and everything. What does a dream end of a life look like for you? Like what is a dream? Like your company's taken off. Like what do you like? What do you hope to accomplish with everything that you're doing? Like if it, if you could have a dream of like, hey, this is where I'm living. This is what I'm doing. This is who I'm married to. This is what I'm, all this kind of jazz. You know, like what what is a dream end of a life? What does a dream life look like for you? Dream life. I'm. I'll just get specific with it. I want to be so family oriented and I want to live here in the great state of Texas. Represent. Yep. Um, live here and, you know, do as much as I can. Start off with Morgan Nicole Cosmetics. Grow and um, start a few other companies in the fashion industry and things like that. Um, I'm currently with Like to Know It. So I'm, you know, dipping into fashion. I love that. And what so, is that, Like to Know It? What is that? So it's a social media platform that um, basically anyone can download and there's influencers on there. And so they're posting pictures of their outfits and things like that, but they link all, you know, their items. So I take a picture, um, you know, of hanging out with my girlfriends and the jeans, I have them linked, my tennis shoes or whatever it is. And all you have to do is hit a little picture of the jeans and it takes you straight there. So with, you know, it cuts out all of the, the middleman and all that stuff. So instead of you asking me, Hey, where'd you get those jeans? Oh, I got them at Nordstrom's. Okay. So now you're going to have to go on Nordstrom's for two or three hours online and hope you can find them. Right. So, (laughs) which you probably won't. So like to know it, you know, is awesome. It just makes it so much easier to shop online, which is, um, convenience for sure that's something that mnc does as well online is you know something that's definitely taken over but like to know what you go on and i have everything linked for you so it kind of makes your time easier and things like that that's awesome so yeah. family oriented living in texas family oriented living in texas um traveling though i want to obviously live here but i want to travel around the world i'm going to california next week but love california um travel and make memories and experience as much as I can. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Hunting. Hey, a couple more go. helicopter hog hunts. There you go. There you go. Um, one question that I thought, by the way, I get this, I got the inspiration for this from Lewis house. So give honor to whom honors do. So let's just say, hypothetically speaking, this microphone you're talking into, um, was able to be heard by everyone around the world, right? And let's say, for example, more specifically, that um, every young woman as well was listening, um, regardless of how old they are, every person around the world, especially women. Um, and that th- your words would be translated to where they could easily understand what you're saying as well. If you had the opportunity to do that, what would you what what would you say if you had thirty seconds, minute, whatever? What what advice? What what would you say to to people around the world? What advice would you give? You're loved. You're beautiful. The Lord loves you. He can take you to places that you've never even dreamed of. And stay true to yourself. Love yourself. You know, move forward and. Make your dreams come true. I like whenever you said dreams come true, it reminds me of that part from Aladdin. A whole new, I don't know why. But <laughs> I think of reason. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> it's a pretty awesome story too. There you go. Oh, have you been to Disneyland? 
Oh yeah. I, I still need to go. I'm a huge Disney fan, but I haven't. Um, oh, you gotta I go. I haven't been yet. I heard Disneyland is, or no, I've heard Disney World is better than Disneyland, from what I understand. I love them both. People are like Morgan. I think you're a little too old for that. I'm like, Nonsense. no, I'm not. Nonsense. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. There's a friend of mine. Her name is Christy. Uh, Christy Tobin. She mm-hmm. um, she lives over in. Gosh, where they live. They live right. They live over in Orange County, so they live right close to like Disneyland. Yep. And so they go there all the time. They love it. I love it. But That's I was, awesome. I was supposed to go last time. I was there. I was, in, I was there last March um, uh-huh. for their wedding, and unfortunately, wasn't able to go this time around. But definitely got to go. It's sometime. beautiful up there. So before we wrap this up, um, what uh, one more uh, one more question? I was just thinking of what's the best advice that you've received so far? Hmm. Let me think about it best advice that I received so far (laughs) um just believe in yourself honestly just sometimes the best things are plain and simple because you can't overthink them and believe in yourself you can do it you can get it done all in the name of the Lord. I mean, can't do it on your own, but with the Lord involved, anything is possible. So have faith and believe in yourself and walk with the Lord. Can't do it on your own. You know, no matter how smart you are, no matter what degree you have, what degree you don't have, the Lord, it's, that's where it all starts. You have to have the foundation with the Lord. Amen. That's good stuff. Great advice. Yeah. So to wrap this up, um, I want to acknowledge you first before I ask you the final two questions. Ask every guest when we qualified. So, thank you so much for for what you're doing. I think it's really amazing. I mean, you have amazing parents. This was able to meet your dad today, and I can see like how I mean, your mom had me laughing because your mom was like, "Yeah, he get ready because he talks a lot." And so, oh yeah, (laughs) but he's a talker. But I loved it. I could I feel like he and I could connect for for hours. Um, looking forward to doing more of that. But like, I just wanted to commend you for your mindset, for your drive, for your passion, for wanting to do the most that you can with your life, especially having that sense of urgency, being so young, um, graduating a year and a half early because you just want to get out there and start doing more and like overcoming the the negative things that you've overcome in your life right now, you know, the people putting you down and like dissing on your dreams and such. And, but, but yet you persevere, you know, I'm sure you had your times where you were crying and you need just were like, you know, bet oh, down yes. on yourself. And, hey, but you know yes, what? Sure. You kept on going and you've learned from it and you've used that, you've used your platform to now empower other people and move your life forward. So I just want to commend you for that. I think that's absolutely amazing. So thank you. You're doing amazing stuff. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And so the last two questions, you're welcome. And like I said, I think it's going to be awesome to see like how, uh, how like things change. I, I We'll have to have you back on the show like several years you know, like you know as you keep going forward i think it's gonna be awesome to have you back on and be like hey it's gonna definitely how? be fun to look yeah dude for absolutely sure. for sure so you may have some cringy moments but. right <laughs> <laughs> no doubt no doubt um so first question is how does someone chase their potential to become the person that they were created to become dive into the word for sure dive in head first and um, just, you know, pray and listen to what the Lord's saying to you in the heart. And, you know, at the end of the day, do what the Lord's called you to do and nothing else. Amen. Well, last question. What is living a life that makes a positive impact look like for you? Inspiring people and 
letting them know their worth. Positive impact is reaching and touching as many people as you can in any sort of light or whether that's literally one person at Kroger in the checkout line. You know, any sort of impact is impact. Whether, like I said, it's one person at the grocery store or, you know, like you and congrats to you for, you know, helping a mass amount of people. Any kind of victory is a victory, no matter how big or how small. And so help others and inspire others. Amen. Well, this has been awesome. Morgan, where can uh, people connect with you online? Where can they find your, you know, where can they find Morgan Nicola Cosmetics? Where can they connect with you personally, find your YouTube channel, all that kind of jazz? So um, all my social media platforms, uh, my name on there is Morgan Nicole. So if you go to the Instagram page for Morgan Nicole Cosmetics, it's, that's just what it is, Morgan Nicole Cosmetics. You can find me on there. My personal is Morgan Nicole two underscores before Morgan Nicole. Oh, snap. Um, and then you can shop at morganicolecosmetics.com. Shazam. Yes. Morgan, thank you so much thank for your time. Thank you for this having been me. Awesome. I loved it. Absolutely. It was so fun. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the episode. Tell you what, guys. I... <laughs> If you're not motivated after this, uh, after this one, listening to listening to Morgan and all the things that she's doing and accomplishing and the drive that she has in her life, if you're not motivated to do more and inspired to do more, empowered to do more, my goodness, I don't know what to tell you, man. But for me, I definitely am because I, uh, whenever I see people that are living their lives at a higher level, that have a whole lot of drive, that had a whole lot of, uh, you know, just passionate about their lives to want to move their life forward and empower others as well that gets me going man so i just i trust that you got value of this if you did i encourage you please let someone else know about know that you enjoyed it leave a five-star review subscribe if you haven't already and a written review letting us know what you enjoyed most about this episode y'all i will see you next week until then chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact talk to you soon